0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 31 of the Skilled Trades Playbook. I'm your host, Juan Caroso, author of the At Your Best book series. In this episode of the Skilled Trades Playbook, we're going to have our second conversation with the tattooed electrician, Donnie Metcalf. As I noted in episode 30, These conversations with Donnie are intended to provide folks with the insights from a master electrician on how to build a future and a career as an electrician. This episode is going to be focused on becoming an apprentice and what the elements are to be successful as an apprentice as you're starting out. So join me in my conversation with the tattooed electrician. So Donnie, this is our second episode. We're going to be talking about the process of, of becoming an apprentice, being successful as an apprentice, what people have to think about when they're considering the process, whether they're in it or just about to enter. And so give us a little of that backstory that you feel that people should know in terms of what it takes to become an apprentice to an electrician
1: well there are there there is a bit of a backstory. um there is a few things that that uh, would certainly help out prior to the decision being made and these are usually made back when um the potential apprentices in high school uh algebra uh geometry trigonometry your math your core math um, will certainly be be beneficial you will be using that uh, quite often uh quite often uh the, a lot of folks, you know, when you're in school, say, you know, you're you're never. I'm never going to use this geometry again. You know, a, a three, four, or five triangle. I'm I'm never going to go that. Use it again. I was honestly, I I was one of those students. But lo and behold, here here I am, and it's uh it's a it's a big portion of of what we do. From you know figuring out you know amperages to wire sizes. Um, you're forever crunching, crunching numbers, even measurements, you know, how, how far off a wall, how uh, far up off the floor does something need to be? So any, any kind of, uh, of formal math needs to, you need to have that as a pre- prerequisite. Um, any kind of construction that you can kind of get your hands on or be around is, is also, beneficial so you're you're not you're not just flying blindly into the trade so if you you know if you've got a, a granddad or you know an uncle or a father or the ability to you know kind of be around construction just to kind of get the you know the sounds of it and you know the smells of it and just just kind of immerse yourself in it that that also definitely definitely helps a lot now for the very first step once they once they decide, you know, this is potentially um, a career path that they would like to like to traverse. The first thing you need to do uh, nowadays would be to to get into an apprenticeship program and kind of globally, or at least here in in the in the states. Let's say there's there's two big general groups. You can either go private or look at the union and it's generally you've, you've got a decision to make and it, it's a little easier if you make that decision up front um, and then, then stick with it um, and the only reason I say that is the 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 IBEW which is our, our, our local union here in the United States for electricians they have a they've got a five-year apprenticeship program and a lot of times uh, they will not recognize any other um, trade type education that you get other than theirs so if you if you started off you know just just uh, as you know out in the private sector and you let's say you got two years of experience and then you decided to hop over uh, to the IBEW and continue your career as an electrician they may or may not recognize that experience and you may have to start over at day one. So that would be, that would be the first thing uh, I would say is that, you know, do you want to be in the union or non-union? And, and there's nothing wrong with either, you know, in, in, in my mind, my, my granddad was union. My father was in the union. Uh, actually, I guess both my granddads were in the union. Um, it, it just never appealed to me. So I, I chose to go, to go the other route. Um, but once you do decide on an apprenticeship, uh, you know, if, if you choose the IBW and want to go that way, or if you choose to, you know, to go the, the private way, there's really depends on where you're at in the United States here in Texas. We have the, uh, uh, the IEC is, uh, the independent electrical contractors, great, great group of guys, uh, they have a four-year apprenticeship program, uh, that is basically it, it's an, it's an earn while you learn scenario that, uh. You, you go through a formal four-year education. Uh, you work your forty hours a week. Uh, you basically, you have a contractor that you go to work for, and you work your forty hours a week. And then one night a week, uh, there's a four-hour class session, uh, to where you get your formal instruction. That's going to be on, you know, your theory and you know motor controls and grounding and bonding things, things of that nature. So you kind of get your your theory and your book learning there generally about four to six hours of homework per week and you do that for four years. Um and at the end of it it's uh you know you you'll you'll have the required knowledge to go out and go take your journeyman's exam. So that would be that would be the place to place to start. Uh, you know every 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 company is is a little bit obviously a little bit different and are gonna require you know their own kind of set of tools that the the apprentice electrician needs to have um, which is why i vote that you know we can we can you know visit it down the road uh, because it could be it that that list of tools could be either substantial uh, or or not so substantial but but every every apprentice electrician can probably look out look at shelling out at least a few hundred dollars for their basic set of hand tools that they're gonna need almost from day one.
0: Okay, so let's talk, um, let's kinda shift gears a little bit. Let's say that instead of that high school student having the opportunity to make those decisions at 17, 18 years old, now let's let's move it to someone who has graduated, has pursued a a career in some other area, but they're thinking about becoming uh, an electrician they're say they're 24, 25, 30 years old, but they now have to go through the process of re you know, truly thinking about what they need to do to to become that apprentice. What would be your advice to them? What should they be thinking about? What decisions should they be making? What what kind of education would you recommend? Um, what path would you suggest for them?
1: Well, uh, first things first things first, I would say absolutely do it. I mean, that's you can enter this trade the trade is so vast there's something for everybody you can do this trade you know from the time you're 15 or 16 uh up until you're you're well into your 60s or 70s so get, get in it at any time and and you will you will not have a problem with 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 performing the work i mean it's just there's that much um but if somebody wants to shift gears um you know, mid, midlife or, or, or a portion of the way down in, in, in life that, that is absolutely no problem. Um, like we discussed a bit earlier on the math thing, um, chances are they had some math in high school, hopefully, uh, hopefully they retained a little bit of it. If not, I mean, it's not the end of the world. I mean, today's, today's, uh, age that we're living in is, is, is wonderful with technology. Uh, YouTube and, uh, the internet is, is so there's so much learning that you can do kind of on your own, uh, that av- using that Avenue to where they could get the required math skills that, that they would, that they would need, uh, to be honest, if somebody had spent a few, their first few years working out, um, away from the trades and then decided, uh, to enter the trades, I think it's actually great because now you've got a little time underneath your belt of living out in the real world, you know, paying your bills, you have to get up and go to work, you know, take care of your vehicle and, and things like that. So it's, it's good. It's good knowledge to go spend a little time in the real world uh, world and figure out how things, how things work uh not Not a problem at all they could they can still uh join the apprenticeship programs no no worries about that at all even uh even the servicemen uh and women um, to join a formal um, program like the i e c you can actually use uh the g i bill and be able to have some of that pay for some of your school as
0: well so that's actually uh, another benefit right there all right so maybe not so nice to talk about. It'd be good to at least lay it on the table. Who should stay away from becoming or thinking about becoming a an electrician? It's not for everybody. Who is that person or that character type or that personality that should stay away? I am. I am glad
1: you asked that question. Wow, I am super super glad you asked. Almost anyone can can work in the trades um but there are there are a couple of of types of people that that it wouldn't wouldn't work out well for number one would be laziness if if you're lazy uh there's there's no way that that you're gonna be able to move too far into the trades it's 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 hard work it's it's rough i mean we're up early we you know we stay at work late it's it's laborious work you know you have to pick up uh you know heavy materials time to time you're working out in the heat or in the snow um late at night uh, so laziness does not bode well for uh for tradesmen and women uh the second type uh would be if you're not really willing to work as a team it's again it's probably not gonna bode too well. The blue-collar community—we uh, all typically tend to stick together, um, look out for one another, and, and you need to be able to 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 work as a team. If even you know on a job site uh, a different trade, if there was a an individual struggling to pick something up, I, I don't know if they were trying to pick up a you know piece of ductwork or something that that was too heavy for one guy, I would have zero problem of of run over there give the guy a hand to help him help him do what he needs so he wouldn't hurt himself and get his job done. That's that's the kind of community that we are and it is a big community. I mean we're all we're all maybe we're all performing different aspects of different jobs but at the end of the day we're all there to build building x for customer x. That's that's what we're there for. So we all we all really need to stick together and and work together cuz it's ever It's ever-changing, you you need to be able to have a good work with everybody attitude and be flexible about things because nothing's hardly ever written in stone. Things can change at at any given time and you need to be fluid with that and and work together to accomplish the the big picture goal.
0: One of the things that um, seems to be an issue is being the low man on on the totem pole and the ramifications of how You know, in other parts of your life, you've got things under control, but here you're signing up to being the low man on the totem pole. What are some of those dynamics that people just have to accept and rise above? How do they take advantage and turn that into a positive as opposed to how some people might react as this being a negative? Well,
1: uh, to be honest, yes, you you were correct. You're going to probably expect to be the the low man for for a little while until somebody comes in and then behind you and fills up that low man spot. So when you first start out, you're going to be the one running for parts and go fetch this and go grab that. And if if you're with a, a decent bunch of of characters who are doing it, they, they'll make it they'll make it fun and ingest, uh, you know, there's the, pranks. We, we like to, we like to play with our, our green apprentices just cause they don't, they don't know any better. And it's, as long as you can have a good attitude about it and, and realize that it's, it's not meant to be harmful. It's, it's just, um, it's just kind of a playful attitude, uh, if if you can take it and look look at it like that, it, that it's just a, a period of time, and it eventually will be over, to where you're not that low man anymore. It's it's really not it's really not that bad. There there are there are individuals who you know that that can take it a little bit a little bit far, but uh, for the most part, the guys and gals are pretty pretty
0: good about you know just ribbing you a little bit and then
1: then moving on.
0: It's all it's all in good fun. Donnie, what? What haven't we talked about? What, what do you think, one of the things that we want to make sure that we do with these episodes is to make it locally uh, relevant and actionable for somebody wherever they may be living in the U.S. They listen to one of these podcast episodes and they can at least envision what to do next, what to do at this point and go to the next step or go to the next step after that. What can we talk about that that can give some of that actionable insight to somebody considering becoming an apprentice
1: well uh, to become an apprentice it's um uh, you have to have have some drive you have to have uh, a want to do something a want to work and you for your four year career uh as an apprentice, you'll be tasked with doing quite a few jobs quite a few different jobs from from running, you know, digging trenches outside, potentially, uh, putting conduit in those trenches and conduits, what uh, the pipe that holds wire, Um, you have to put the conduit in and you have to pull the wire to it, you know, and once you get inside the building, uh, you know, they start framing walls and the building starts going up around, you have to start putting boxes, uh, boxes to hold the devices, your switches and receptacles, those items have to go you know, in the ceiling and on the walls. Um, The same with pipe and wire, it's the, the the wire has to somehow get to all the boxes. So you'll be, you'll be tasked with doing a lot of different tasks uh, during your four year career. The biggest advice I can give to someone uh, looking to get into it is, is don't, don't let it be overwhelming because if, if, some, if you let it, it it can be you know the, the old sailing, saying how do you how do you eat an elephant? you know one bite at a time right so don't you don't try to eat the whole thing at once it's too much. so you just concentrate and focus on it one bite at a time. So the electrical trade is is exactly the same it, it, it's no different. You just take your task and break it down into little smaller tasks and and pay honestly pay attention to those, the individuals who are instructing you and, and showing it's, it's a big help to me. And I still do it these days. I have a, you know, I've got many uh, notebooks that I carry, carry around with me, you know, just, uh, just like a composition book. Um, and, and I'll take notes because, you know, I, I, I can't possibly retain, retain all of it by memory. So, you know, I'll, I'll tend to write it down. You know, I listen to what people tell me, um, I write it down, make notes. Um another cool thing that I've just kind of stumbled upon lately, I'll say, is is um a knowledge base, a, a Donnie's personal knowledge base. So I've got uh I've got mine on an Excel Excel sheet um that runs, let's just take the gamut of um PLC um controllers. There's lots of different facets to it. And as I run across something, either, you know, inadvertently by accident, or if I'm doing research and happen to find a particular process and the way I need to do things, I'll insert it into a tab in that Excel form that so that next time when I run into the same problem, I can go back and look at it and see, oh, hey, you know, this is what I did and kind of learn at it that way. You know, we didn't always have that technology in you know, order to be able to do it you know with with computers so much and so that's why i I still use notebooks out in the out in the field i mean nowadays there's a there' probably a lot better ways to do it ipads iphones uh those things that make it a little bit easier but um one of the other large things uh, that a lot of folks look at as a hindrance can actually be quite beneficial is technology technology is ever changing and right now we live in a fantastic time it's just a fantastic time to have technology on your side i can remember as an apprentice having you know to go home and reading manuals uh, trying to figure out how things work um but now i mean the internet is so vast you can punch in whatever you're trying to figure out you know the you know, the wattage of, of a particular lamp or the, the manufacturer, of a particular fixture, and it will spit out in an instant, you know, a ton of different options for that.
0: So I think you can use that, use that to your advantage instead of it being a hindrance. Mm-hmm. It, it's interesting to, to for you to note that you've got this database or this uh, personal uh, repository of tricks and tips that will be interesting to share because i you know no matter who they are and how fast they they build out their technology infrastructure there's always going to be being you know relying on those who have been there done that there's a lot of knowledge being uh, held there and you obviously have a a wealth of knowledge available to you that uh, should be interesting to make available to a whole bunch of people during these episodes
1: Absolutely. You bet. You know, I, I learned early on, um, I, I suppose, you know, it was ingrained in me from, you know, from, from childhood is that, you know, over the course of my life, I'm going to pick up a lot of information and, and have it stored in my head. Um, i I've gotten older, I've had to again, write it down cause I can't remember as much, but, um, I've got a lot of information as does everybody. So what kind of person would I be? if I didn't pass that information along and what good is it going to do if I just leave it stuck up in my head, it's, it's not going to really do any good. So one of the bigger, biggest driving factors of, of me being so excited about doing this is that I get to pass some of that along that hopefully someone will be able to get some kind of use out of it and, and use it for, Use it for their good and for their benefit, and then hopefully they'll do the same thing at one point and then then teach it back, and then you know the train goes round and round. you're You're going to learn over the course of not just your apprenticeship but over the course of your career, you're going to learn from several different people, you know several different journeymen and leadmen and foremen. And there are so many ways to do everything everybody's got a certain way of doing it. So you're going to learn from these 20 people, you know, you're going to pick out and extrapolate the stuff that's important to you. That's useful to you from the information that they're, they're showing you. And then you're going to keep that good bit of stuff and that's going to become your way. And you're going to take all these and kind of jumble it all up together. Like, you know, a big pot of soup or something. And that's all going to become, your way of doing things and then when you're teaching it's your turn to teach and show somebody how to do it you're going to show them your way and then they're going to take what they can out of your way along with all the other guys and gals that have taught them their ways and it's going to become their way so there are so many different ways of doing things you you just you pick out what works for you i mean you, you know this is this is what you want to do this is how you want to do it and and you make it you make it work. I think the trades the trades are they can be for everyone. You know, we we talked a little bit about, about laziness and and not being a team player, but but other than that, I mean, it, it's there's something for everyone. I mean, it, there there is no reason if if you're able bodied and and willing to to learn and 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 work hard, you know, because it's it's hard work. This I'm telling you, this is the place for you. It's, it's magical. I mean, it is to me, it's, it's just magical. There's over the course of, uh, you know, your career, you're going to see and do things that most people don't get to like, uh, I I don't know, sports stadiums, you know, I've worked on more than one football stadium, normal, a normal person gets to see it from the outside. You know they get to maybe they go catch a game or you know go to a concert at 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 some kind of stadium and they get to see you know they can see the restrooms and the concession and the actual field and the seats, but that's really where it stops. being in the trades, man, you get to go see the cool stuff underneath and how it operates. how do those lights come on you know how how do those concession stands make all that food that i'm that I'm eating and down in 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 the locker rooms, maybe you know you can actually see see how it's laid out and, and, and see how it all comes together, almost like from a player's point of view, you know? So it's really cool. It's really cool. And, and it can run the whole difference. I mean, from stadiums to high rise buildings, uh, you know, I mean, I can remember being, uh, I built a couple of, uh, uh, 32 story, um, condo towers in, in downtown San Diego. And I can remember standing up on the roof of one of them, you know, thirty thirty two 32 stories off the ground, just looking, looking down at downtown San Diego. I mean, how often can, you know, you say you've done that? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's really neat and fascinating.
0: Well, I hope you found my conversation with the tattooed electrician, AKA Donnie to be interesting and helpful I really want to encourage you to give us your feedback and your questions so that together we can pick Donnie's brain and take advantage of all that experience and background as a master electrician to help as many folks as possible as they build their careers as electricians. Send me your note on Twitter to at AYBCareers or send me an email directly to j-c-a-r-o-s-s-o at at atyourbest.com be sure to hit that subscribe button thanks a lot have a good one